you are God. Thank you for those awesome moments in your presence. Thank you for this koinonia. Thank you for this intimacy. Thank you for those awesome moments spent in your time. Thank you because your spirit is imparting our spirit. Thank you because your power is made evident in our lives. We return all the glory to you. Thank you Almighty Father for in Jesus wonderful and precious name we have prayed. Shout the amen louder. Um, please, before I proceed, um, let me say this in Yoruba. Um, please, I would like volunteers to so that you can be able to interpret to them as we speak. So, 
you can help me sit with her. You can help me sit with her so that you get to interpret for her. Is there another person who doesn't understand English here? Shall I let me you go you will learn one day? Um, first of all, I would like to thank the Lord God Almighty who made us retreat a possibility. Normally, my routine is that I spend approximately 12 days. Every 12 days that ends a year, I spend it before the Lord. But this year, God told me specifically, said, intimacy retreat must hold, which is going to be three days. Each session, I mean, each day, having two sessions, day and night. And I thank the Lord for this opportunity, you know, to be standing here before us. And um, I would like to thank everybody, every members of my team. They've been working with me since God knows when, you know, just to actualize this vision. And I celebrate everybody, thank everybody, people who traveled down from Ibadan, from Oshogo, from different places, from Delta State, from different places, they came down for this retreat. I pray that the Lord, whom you have come to seek and meet in this place, you will not miss that God in the name of Jesus. And I want to thank everybody here present under this ministration. I want to say a very big thank you. Thank you for coming for this retreat. And I know specifically that in this place, God is not going to disappoint you. God will not disappoint you. Now, this is day one, and uh, penultimately, this is the first session. And uh, I'm not really going into teaching per se. I'll be slowing down a little bit because of those who are interpreting for the private hours. I will not be teaching per se. I just want to make a charge. I just want to make a charge. And um, I want to speak briefly on what I call the importance of retreat. The importance of retreat. The importance of retreat. And I would like to take my charge from the book of um, Luke 9. Not 19. Luke 9. Luke 9, I would like to start from verse 1, and we'll run through that down to 10. Luke 9, please, the place of retreat is a place where you must hold your writing materials, you must hold your pen, you must hold your jota, you must hold your Bible, possibly different kinds, different versions of the scriptures. Luke 9, I'm going to start from verse 1. And I will read down to 10. If you are there, shout yes. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Then he called his 12 disciples together and gave them power and authority over all devils to kill diseases. Verse 2. And he sent them to preach the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. 
verse 3. And he said unto them, Take nothing for your journey, neither staffs, nor scrip, neither bread, neither money, neither half two coats apiece. Verse 4. And whatever house ye enter into, there abide, and thence depart. And whosoever will not receive you when you go out of that city, shake off the very dust from your feet for a testimony against them. And the departed and went through the towns, preaching the gospel and healing everywhere. Verse 7. Now Herod, the tetrarch, heard of all that was done by him, and he was perplexed. Because that, because that it was said of some that John was risen from the dead. And of some that Elias, which is Elijah, anytime you see Elias in the KJV version, it talks about Elijah, the Elijah of the Old Testament. That Elias had appeared and of others that one of the old prophets was risen again. And Herod said, John have I beheaded, but who is this of whom I hear such things? And he desired to see him. And the apostles, when they returned, told him all that they had done, and he took and went aside. This way retreat comes in. And went aside privately into a desert place belonging to the city called Bethsaida. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. Now, I said the importance of retreat. Sometimes when we hear the word retreat, 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 we really do not know, necessarily not know what it means. Or rather, the purpose of having a retreat. So, this session, this first session is dedicated to teaching us, you know, just charging us and explaining to us what retreat means. Now, the story we read explained the fact that Jesus already gave them power and authority. And Jesus told them that they can go and demonstrate the power from verse 1. They had the audacity to go and demonstrate the power, to go and heal the sick, to go and cast out devils. And then when they were away, something happened where the king that was reigning then, known as Herod. Herod was wondering when he got to hear the news of people healing the sick, raising the dead, casting out demons, doing miraculous works. Herod was perplexed and was wondering what was really going on. Because in his mind, he thought that now that I have beheaded John the Baptist, because this was happening after Herodias has asked, asked for the head of John the Baptist in a charger. That was when John the Baptist was beheaded. So this incident was happening after that. Now, Herod got to hear the news and was perplexed because he was feeling like, now we've killed John. Some people even said Elijah has resurrected. So it was 
looking forward to seeing Jesus. Now, all of that was happening when the disciples returned from the different places they went. Remember, another rendition rendered to us that they went into different places in twos. He sent out the 70s in twos. They paired themselves to go and heal the sick, to go and cast out devils. So Jesus gave them a commandment, wherever it is that you go, make sure you don't have anything of yours on you. Enter any house, wherever they accept you, fine. Wherever they don't accept you, just dust your, 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 your shoes and leave the place. So all of this was already happening. Now, I, my emphasis that I want you to get here is that Jesus already gave them power and authority over demons. So, the issue of Herod coming up was now happening behind their backs. Now, Jesus now called them and said, Now, I need all of you here. Let us go back separately to a place called Bethsaida. You see, that act of calling them to a separate place into a desert is known as a retreat. The act of stepping back a little bit. The act of withdrawing a little bit is known as retreat. Now, the disciples already have power and authority. They already casted out demons. They were doing wonderful things. In fact, the miraculous they were supposed to experience in the days of Acts was what they were experiencing in the days of Jesus. Because under ideal circumstances, nobody was given the authority to be working miracles like they were, except for Jesus. Because Jesus was supposed to be the one to open the gates, to usher in the Holy Spirit. And when the Holy Spirit is ushered, then Acts 1-8 was supposed to come to pass, that ye shall receive power when the Holy Spirit is come upon you. But Jesus is persuading them into the days of the act. Now for them to have power and authority to go and cast out demons. But in spite of the authority they have, because of what they were faced with, and because of the circumstances that already happened behind them, Jesus needed to call them privately and put them into a place of retreat. So I put this to you, that if you are a Christian, it doesn't matter your level of authority, you need retreats. It doesn't matter how sharp your discernment is. It doesn't matter how knowledgeable you are with the scriptures. There are times when Jesus will call you and say, Son, come up either. Do you remember the same voice sounded to Elijah? He said, Come up either. Minister Emmanuel was saying something the other time and emphasized on something very important, which I want us to take note. God was the one that spoke to the prophet at the spot where he is. He said, Son, come up to the mountain, come and meet me. Now, the question is, why can't God speak with him at that particular position? Because for him to hear God, it means God is capable of speaking and he is capable of hearing right on that spot. But God is changing the order and saying, No, I know you can hear me, and I as a God can command you and speak to you, and the communication will be effective. But I need you to still come up to another place. For you to come and meet me. That is what we call retreat. Retreat is a military term. In the military, for those of us that are familiar with the military, they use retreat when 
probably you are on a battleground or you are about to be on the battleground they now call you back from that battleground or they call you into a place of preparation from the battleground or ahead of a battle and because we as Christians we are all soldiers in the army of Christ we need to understand as soldiers we compulsorily need retreat retreat I said a retreat is a routinary act is a routine of spending time with God is a routine of spending time with God away from your normal day to day activities is an act of spending time with God away from your day-to-day activities. Let me say that again. A retreat is an act of spending time with God away from your day-to-day activities. This is usually for the purpose of connecting or reconnecting with God. That's the major purpose. The major purpose of a spiritual retreat, a Christian retreat, is to be able to connect or to reconnect with God. The reason why I said connecting with God is because connection with God is meant to be a continuous act. It does not matter your level of spirituality, whether you are a baby in Christ, whether you are a son in Christ, whether you are an elder in Christ, it doesn't matter connection with God has to be a continuous exercise. And I said reconnection because there are times you fall away from the will, from the plans, from the purpose of God. So a retreat is an avenue for you to tune back to the frequency of God. It gives you an opportunity to be able to reconnect back to God. As Christians, there are times we make mistakes. There are times we fall into errors. There are times we fall into sin, maybe unintentionally. We do things that negate the wills, the plans, the purpose, and the acts of God, the demands, the dictates of God. So a retreat is a place where you spend time with God for you to rectify and remedy what happened between you and God. So retreat is a compulsory phenomenon for every true believer. For every true believer. A typical example of a retreat is the 40 days and 40 nights of fasting that Jesus had. Why would Jesus, have you asked yourself, why would Jesus go to the wilderness? Jesus, let me explain to you who Jesus is a little bit. In John chapter 1, when you go from chapter 1 down, John was expounding to us that Jesus was known as the Word. He was known as the Word, the Word became flesh and it was explaining that this word that became flesh is God and then if you go to 1st John chapter 5, yeah, stay there, stay there he said in the beginning was the word and this word was with God and the word was God so the word we are talking here is God next verse verse 2 he said, this same was in the beginning with God. This same word 
was in the beginning with God. Next verse. And all things were made by the word. I'm introducing Jesus to us a little bit. All things were made by him and without the word was not anything made that was made. In him was life and the life was the light of men. Read on. And the light shineth in darkness and darkness comprehended it not. Go to, go to verse 9. That was the true light which lighted every man that cometh into the world. Yes, read on. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. Read on. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. Next verse. But as many as received him, as many as received this word, to them gave he power to become. To become what? The sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. Now, if you go to 1 John chapter 5, in verse 7, there is something specific there. 1 John chapter 5 and verse 7. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Now, I'm introducing Jesus to us a little bit. You know, just for us to understand you. He said, there are three that bear record in heaven. The first one is the Father. The second one is the Word. The person we read about in John 1. <laughs> the Word and the Holy Ghost. So when you come back to Genesis, when you hear the command that let us make man in our image, in our likeness, these were the three that were bearing the record. <laughs> Because the commandment was, let us make man in our image and in our likeness. First John 5 is telling us, these were the three that bore the witness and the record in heaven. The Father, the Word, and the Holy Spirit. So Jesus has been existing long before now. Give me Hebrews 12. Hebrews 12. Hebrews 12, verse 1. Go to verse 2. He said, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for this joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Can you see this? Set at the right hand of the throne of God. You might be thinking this is after he died. Give me Hebrews 7. Hebrews 7, 1 to 3. You might be thinking this is after he died. But I want to show you, he said, for this Melchizedek, King of Salem. How many of you remember that story? Abraham. When Abraham went for a war and got different things and it was to share the spoil. So he gave a tithe to a king called Melchizedek. Now he said, for this Melchizedek, king 
of Salem. Priests of the Most High God. Not that place. Melchizedek is number one. The king of Salem. Number two. The priest of the Most High God. Yes? Who met Abraham returning from the slaughter of the kings and blessed him? To whom also Abraham gave tenth part of all, being by interpretation. Now, they want to give us the interpretation of who King Melchizedek is. Who by interpretation, king of, yes? King of righteousness. Can you see this? King of righteousness. And after that also, king of Salem. What is the meaning of being a king of Salem? It means, which is the king of peace? If you go to Isaiah, give me Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 9. Isaiah 9.6 King of Peace In this place As at this time it was not yet called the Son As at this time it's been called the Word It was when it came to this earth That was when it became the Son So in Isaiah Isaiah was prophesying about this king of Salem who is known as the king of priests. He said, unto us a child born, unto us a son is given. So now, the giving of the son, the giving of the word became a son because we understand that in John 3 verse 16, the Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. So it was when he got to the earth that he became the son. But before he became the son, Isaiah was prophesying that for us, unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and government shall be upon his shoulders. And his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor. Read this place, read this place, everybody. Read this place, everybody. The mighty God. This is who Jesus is. The mighty God. Watch this, watch this. The everlasting what? He called him the everlasting God. Now read this last place. The prince of peace. Wait, wait, wait. Do you remember where we are coming from? The king of Salem. The king of peace. The king of Salem. The king of peace. So now that he became the son, he is now the prince of peace. Because a son cannot still remain. A son cannot still remain as a king. So if he is becoming a son, he has to become a prince. So this is the same person that we are talking about. Guess what? With all those descriptions, when he came to become the son, guess what he did? He spent 40 days and 40 nights fasting. So, if the mighty God, the everlasting Father, can be fasting, if the Prince of Peace can be fasting and have retreats, waiting go stop me, waiting go stop me. And they are still waiting to stop me. Oh. 
give me Philippians. Let me explain that place. I, I, I feel the spirit of revelation. Give me Philippians. Philippians chapter 2, verse 5. And the men nikiatane yadiyanata. And the men nikiyanamaniatene zana. Now, I was explaining something the other time. I said Jesus was known as the Word before He came to this world. It was when He got to this world that He became the Son. So when He was still the Word back in heaven, He was known as the King of Salem, the King of Peace. But now that he is on earth, he is known as the Prince of Peace. Now, this is where the transition took place. Now, Paul was exalting us. He said, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. So now we know this is Christ Jesus, right? Next verse. Who being in the form of God. Can you see this? It was in the form, exact form of God. No difference. Hey. He thought it not robbery to be equal with God. So he he had the capacity to make himself equal with God. Even on the earth. Who existed? Can you see this? Who existed in the form of God? Did not consider equality, yes, with God as something to be used for his own advantage. Wait there. I want you to understand that statement. Go back. Go back. <laughs> go back. Go back. Let this might be you, which is also in Christ Jesus, yes? Who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God? Same, um, colon, full colon, yes? But made himself of no reputation. Now, that means he had a reputation. But he decided not to use that reputation. And took upon him the form, okay, and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men, yeah, Take me, take me back to six. Take me back to six. Now, who being in the form of God? So, it was actually in the form of God. When you see God and Jesus, there's no difference. He thought it not robbery to be equal with God. Yes, next verse, seven. But made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. Next point. Verse 8. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself. Next point. Uh -huh. And became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Next point. Wherefore God has highly exalted him and given him a name that is above every name. Yes? Ah, 
that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow up the things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth. Ha. So, even with all of this, Jesus needed to fast, he needed to spend time alone with all the attributes he had, with the fact that with how great his reputation was. He came to the surface of this and said, Omo, I must have retreat you. <laughs> a typical example of retreat was what happened in the book of Acts. When Jesus gave them a commandment, he said, I will be going up soon. I need you guys to go and wait for me in the upper room. And they were there. They dwelt there until the Holy Ghost came. Of course, we all know the story. I won't like to go there. Acts 1, Acts 2. The next thing that happened after the retreat, Acts chapter 3, the Bible made us to understand that Peter and John, they were moving around the gate called Beautiful. And they saw a man that was lame, crippled. <laughs> and then Peter made a very funny confession. He said, gold and silver, I have none. He, he, the guy didn't say we, we have none because he knew Peter, he knew John was loaded he said gold and silver I have none, but what I have is what I give unto you what I have, listen to that statement what I have is what I give unto you, where did he collect it, how did he own it go back to Acts 1, where Jesus told them, go and wait for me in the upper room, by the act of waiting, the Holy Spirit came and that was when he got what I can give. So that was why he got what he could give, where he was able to tell that lame man, what I have is what I give to you. Before that time, he didn't have it. So if he was not in the place of retreat, forget about it. Now I want to give us the importance, and I would like you to join, jot it down. Thank you very much, daughter of God, for interpreting and helping. The first reason, please open for me scripture of 1 Kings 19. I'm going to approximately 8 to 12. The first reason why you need a retreat is to be able to hear God audibly. Is to be able to hear God audibly. To be able to hear God for yourself. To be able to hear what God is saying at that time. To be able to hear what God is saying that time. First Kings 19, 8 to 12. One of the things God promised us in this retreat is that we will have uncommon and unusual authorities, authority rather, authority over demons. And that's why probably day two or day, day two or and day three, I'll be teaching you know, from another perspective, I'll be teaching on demonology and deliverance. 
because I want when you leave this place, you are not just going to be scared of demons. You are going to go into your different places and destinations and cast out demons. You will remove principalities. You will remove power. You will dethrone rulers of high places. And he arose and did eat and drink and went in the strength of that meet 40 days and 49 unto Oreb the month of God. Can you see that? So he went on a retreat for 40 days and 40 nights on the mountain of Oreb. And he came thither unto a cave. You see, the place of retreat is not a place where, that's why I'm not too surprised we are not too many. A place of retreat is not where you have too much people. It's not where you are proud. A place of retreat is usually a cave. A place where people don't know. A place of silence. A place where if, if a pain drops, you can hear audibly the sound of a pain. That's the best, best place for retreat. And he came up with that onto a cave and lodged. Did you see what he did? He didn't visit there. He lodged in the cave. A normal person does not stay in the cave. You have to be abnormal to stay with God. You have to be abnormal to hear God. And he lodged. Listen to the language. He lodged. No shifting. And he lodged there. And behold. See, anytime you see behold, it's telling you that watch out for the resultant effect of the first statement. So, and lodged there. And watch out for the next thing that happened because of him lodging in the cave. The word of the Lord came to him and said unto him, What doest thou here, Elijah? Read on. And he said, I've been very jealous for the Lord God of hosts you know, and slain them prophet with the sword and even I only I am left and they seek my life and take it away. Next verse. And he said, go forth and stand upon the mount before the Lord. Can you see? From one retreat to another retreat. Are you seeing this? From one retreat. That was why I was saying the other time here. That why can't God speak with him here? I have a problem with these scriptures. I have serious issue with it. Why can't God speak to him? Where he's already in the presence of the Lord. For him to be able to hear God, it means, ah, a lot of sorrow now. God is speaking. And he could hear. But God is saying, no, this is not the location I'm going to speak with you. Some of you want to hear God in your sitting room. It's not possible. There are certain things you can't hear God speaking to you in your living room. There are certain things God cannot talk to you about when you're on your bed. Like yeah. There are things you cannot hear from God when you're in your place of work. God has to tell you to relocate to a And the Lord passed by. Listen to this. Now, the second retreat, the place where it was called to come to. And behold, meaning, remember what I said about behold, meaning, watch out for what happened next. Now, God has told him, go forth and stand on the mount before the Lord. Now is at the place. Because he is now at that place, watch out for what is happening. The Lord passed by, and a great and strong wind rent the mountains. Manifestation. And break 
in pieces, the rocks before the Lord, but the Lord was not in the wind. <laughs> See, this is another this is another thing entirely that if I start talking about some of you think before you, because you fall inside under anointing. It's not about falling under anointing. But the Lord was not in the wind, and after the wind, an earthquake. But the Lord was not in the earthquake. Next verse. And after the earthquake, a fire. Consuming fire. How many of us know that name of God? In general. But consuming fire come. God know did here. Holy Ghost fire. God know did here. But the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, everybody call this. A what? A to reorganize, to refocus, to realign, and helps you to stay away from distractions. Let me say that again. It helps you to pull back, for you to regroup, for you to re-strategize, for you to re-energize, for you to refocus, for you to realign, and to stay away from distractions. 
Hebrews 12, 2 here says, Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Looking unto him. So, if the scripture is giving us an instruction like this, looking unto Jesus, it means that you have the tendency of not looking unto Jesus. Right? It means you may not be looking up to Jesus. 365 days is not a joke. 24 hours multiplied by 365. That's how many hours you have spent. If we are to convert that to minutes, it means you will have 60 minutes multiplied by 24, multiplied by 365 days. So within that time frame, a lot of things could have happened. In the plans of God for you, in the will of God for you, you might have missed it. So a retreat is an opportunity for you to, okay, 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 okay. Let me step back. Let me even try to assess what is really going on. Those of you into business, God has given you a business idea that you've been following for a long period of time. But you see that things are not working. You see that it's not the way it is supposed to be. What do you do? You retreat. It's a place where you, okay, God, I think I have missed it here. What's going on? It's a place where you re-strategize. You change your strategy. If the previous strategy is not working, you get another strategy from the Lord. That's the reason why you will hear about a man called Moses. Consistently, he was going for retreat on behalf of the Israelites. He didn't think because he has delivered the Israelites out of Egypt. He didn't think he, should not have, he doesn't have to go back to God. No. He needed to go back to God for the commandments. He came down again and saw them messing up. And saw that the strategy is left for them to be following the laws he left. For them to be following. They already molded goals into a, into a God that they were serving. He had to go back to the mountain. God, these people have sinned. We need another strategy for us to keep them in holiness. So it's a place where you go back to for you to re-strategize, for you to regroup. If you are a student, it's a place where you go back to. TGP, Evan Lolle. You go back to retreat. Ask God, what is going on with my GP? It's a place of re-strategy. The book of Mark. Mark 4. Mark 4. From 14 down to 20. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Mark 4. From 14 down to 20. Now, I want us to read this. Um, one of the things I... I have observed, like I said the other time, there are places you can't hear God strategically. There are places, like, there are things you can't hear from your sitting room. Is it because God is not there? God is there. In fact, God is only present. But the presence of the Lord that will give you vital information is not in your sitting room. Because in your sitting room, there are different things that will distract you. Your TV is there that will distract you. If you are like my father that likes watching wrestling. Hallelujah. If you are like me that loves watching action movies. If you are like me that you like watching football. If you are like me that you like practicing karate. 
You have your radio there where you hear different kind of news. Disturbing news that will shift you away from this. When the scripture is telling you whose report do you believe? And you are hearing about coronavirus on your radio. Everybody is having corona. You, the only thing you are listening to is corona. So don't we change your corona to corona. <laughs> so there are many distractions in this world. Now, read the scripture. The sower sweats the word. So, God has given the seed. Are you with me? Let's say at the beginning of this year, at the beginning of 2020, God gave you words. God sowed a seed. God imparted you with the spirit. God, you know, invested a lot of things in your life. Now, and there are days by the wayside wherein the investment of God is sown. But when they erred, Satan did what? Satan cometh immediately and taketh away the word that was sown in their hearts. There are people in the beginning of this year, God has given them promises. He has sown seeds. But before we got to December, there is a problem. Satan has visited them and took away the words. The strategies that God gave them, Satan don't hijack them. The things that God promised them, Satan hijacked it. And these are they, likewise, are sown on stony ground. Mm -hmm. Who, when they have heard the word, immediately receive it with gladness. And have no root in themselves. And so endure. But for a time, afterwards, an affliction or persecution ariseth for the word's sake, immediately they are offended. And these are they which are sown among thorns. This is where I'm going. Such as hear the word. Cross over. You went to church. They prophesied on you. They laid hands on you. They laid legs on you. They laid Tommy, sorry. They lay everything they can lay. They lay handkerchief. They lay mantle. They lay cross. In fact, they, mar they marinated you with anointing oil. <laughs> they sowed different kind of seed. In fact, they did a baptism of anointing oil for you. Now, with all of those things that were sown into their lives, such as hear the word, yes, and the cares of the world, can you see this? Coronavirus came. And then people began to run elter skater. They lost their jobs. How are they going to feed their children? How are they going to feed their wife? How are they going to feed themselves? How are they going to send money to their parents? All of these cares of life and the deceitfulness of riches. People thinking they are pursuing money whereas money is not something to be pursued. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and every other thing shall be added. That deceitfulness and the lost, yes, and the lost of other things entering in, it choked the word. So all of the things that they so are sold into their life was choked by the cares of life and the lostfulness. Choked the word and it became unfruitful. So sometimes you need to check when they give you prophecy or when you hear the word of the Lord or when you have a strategy from God. Is it that the, I hope it is not that the cares of life has choked these things up in my life. So a retreat is a place where you come back to retrace your step. Is somebody getting blessed? Is somebody getting blessed? 
Psalm 27 verse 4. And I'll give us number 3. Number 3 is that in a retreat, you have space and time. You have space and time for God. You have space and time for God. It's you that I see. It's you that I see. It is you that I see. It is you that I see. Set my heart on fire for you, for you, oh Lord, set my life in order for you, for you, oh Lord, set my life on fire for you. For you, one thing I have desired of the Lord, this is David speaking here, that I will seek after that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. For what purpose? To behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. There are some of us that we don't have time for God again. We don't have time to inquire. We don't, ask, we don't have time to ask things from the Lord. We don't have time for God. We don't have time to do things for God. We don't have time of intimacy with God. So a retreat is what gives you and provides the time for you. Your work doesn't matter. I tell people this. The lifespan of every given job or work is longer than that of a human being. Let me say that again. The lifespan of any given work or any given job is longer than that of any human being. Where is Albert Einstein today? Where is Michael Faraday today? Where are the Wyatt brothers? The people that started physics, where are they? The astrologers in the days of Daniel, where are they? Did astrology not continue? Why do you want to kill yourself on that walk? Where are the likes of Plato? Where are the likes of Aristotle? Where are the likes of Socrates? The teachers, the Greek teachers of old. Until today, the teaching profession continues. What are the likes of Kubatin? The people that started Olympics. The game of where are they now? The sport administrators of old, where are they? The set of gladiators that fought in those days. The likes of Spartacus, where are they now? No. So is that same work you now want to grab and say by fire by force, I'm not leaving this job? You just die. Long after I'm dead, people will still be playing keyboard. Where are the first pianists? 
the lights that the folks that played Mozart in those times. What's this guy that sang Hallelujah chorus? Do you know he sang that Hallelujah? I think the 15th or the 16th century. Since then, the guy don't pine, he don't die. We still sing the guy something now. Make say Nariaza. No one make you get time for God. We just die. Where well, the 70 elders that were helping, that were helping Moses as the prayer member. Who was up a prayer band the church? Can you jump on it? I follow. I can't put down. Our Baba Lola Gaku. Even Baba Lola died. You, you now want to say it's because of one spiritual engagement. You won't have time for God. God is what matters most. If you won't have time for Him, then you shouldn't have time for any other thing. My dad was saying something the other sometimes back. He said, "Why didn't people call coronavirus to court?" I said, "Coronavirus, you did not allow me go to, to go to work. <laughs> you did not allow me to feed my people. You made me stay inside by fire by force." Coronavirus. This is your, this is your litigation letter. This is your letter. Come to court. Do you know how many? Do you know how many days you spent at home? It was a forceful retreat. But when this job, when this work comes, see, I've told myself, oh, I've given myself sense. Nothing in this world will stop me from the things of God. Nothing. Is it what shall separate us from the love of Christ? Is it persecution? Is it job? Is it work? Is it ministry? Some of you do ministry to the extent that you don't have time for God again. You shouldn't be working for God. You should be working with God. So a retreat is a place where you come. For the purpose of staying away from your normal daily activities, you just spend time with God. Then number five, Jeremiah thirty-three. Jeremiah thirty-three, one to three. I said a retreat is a place of inspiration and revelation. A retreat is a place. Of inspiration and revelation, you are inspired. New things are revealed unto you. Jeremiah thirty-three, verse one. Is that it? Moreover, the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah the second time. While can you see this? Can you see this retreat? That's why I said you can't hear God in normal places. There is a level of discomfort and discipline needed for the word of God to come. He said the second time, while it was shut up, just like you are shutting yourself off here now. While he was shut up in the court of the prison, saying, "Yes, thus saith the Lord, the Maker thereof, 
the Lord that formed it to establish it. The Lord. <laughs> what an introduction. See, there's a way God will introduce himself to you in your retreats. You'll be like, Shalom, Timothy, Motele. Is this the same God that they have been preaching to me? Or the God that I have come to encounter myself? The Lord is his name. Next verse. Aha. Call unto me. Everybody read it. One to go. Call unto me and I will answer thee. And I will show you great and mighty things which thou knowest not. Number four. A place of inspiration and revelation. Call unto me in your retreat. I understand you are shut up in a prison. But call unto me. It is in that place I will show, I will answer thee, and I will show you great and mighty things which you did not know. So, a retreat is a place of revelation. A retreat is a place of inspiration. In the course of the year, a lot of things might have happened. You might have been tired. You might have been fatigued. You might have been discouraged. But the place where the voice of the Lord will come to you again, the first time, the second time, the third time is a place of retreat. For the purpose of showing you things that you did not know. There are things you did not know around you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. The Lord want me to announce to somebody there is somebody here that please let me control those children. There is somebody that they have, you have a friend who speaks ill of you consistently behind your back and you don't know. You have somebody maybe a close relative or a friend thereof, I'm saying this person is close. This person is close and um, this person has been speaking bad of you. Does not speak good of you. The Lord is going to expose that person soon. The Lord is going to expose that person. The person I'm speaking about is a lady. The person I'm speaking about is a lady. The person about you. It's almost as if it's almost as if anytime the person has the opportunity to talk about you, the only thing the person will talk about is evil. And that's the reason why you see people, nice people, people you have helped, and people who have the tendency of helping you are moving away from you. That's what the Lord is telling you. by the grace available on this mountain, I decree and I declare and I prophesy that person will be exposed ruthlessly in the name of Jesus. So he said, in the place of your retreat, I will show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest. Some of you may not even know things happening around you, but the only place where you can get it is a retreat. Number five, I'll be using John 14. John 14 verse 1 and I'll be using verse 27. I said a retreat is an avenue of detoxification. 
A retreat is a place where you let poisons out of yourself. Poisons leave your body. Poisons leave your spirit. And poisons leave your soul. A place where you detoxify is a retreat. Because when you are coming to a retreat, one of the things that you must know is that one of the likely things, of course, as you can see, we said intimacy retreat, what do we have? We have the word of God. We're going to be feeding on the word of God. We're going to be embarking on fastings. We're going to be praying. We're going to be worshiping. So part of the exercise is fasting. And one of the things that fasting does for you is that it helps you detoxify. It removes negative things from your body. You know, Jesus was teaching sometimes and said, what corrupts the body is what? Eh? What, what? What comes out? So, one of the things you must know again is that when you eat food, watch this. Let me be scientific a bit. When you eat or feed on anything, or let me go to this dimension. How many of you have experienced diarrhea before? Diarrhea. Come on, be born again. Diarrhea. What's in it? Okay. What's in it? Okay. What's Now, how does it look like? It looks blackish. It looks greenish. It looks like army color. <laughs> now, let me explain what happens. In your digestive system, we have what we call the large and the small intestine. So, when you, when you eat, there's what we call the intestinal linings. In your intestinal linings, when you eat, there are some particles of the food that will act in onto those intestinal linings. It's just like you pour paint on the wall. When you pour paint on the wall, what happens? The wall, the paint goes down to the ground. But there will be particles and parts of that paint that will remain on that wall. Is that true? Is that true? The same thing when you eat, the food will also stain some parts of the intestinal linings. So those food particles will act onto those intestinal linings. So they can be there for years. They can be there for months. They can be there for days. That's the reason why some of you, at some point, you experience some F-A-R-T. That when it comes out of your behind, you understand what I'm saying? When those parts come, I, 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 no, 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 no. You will need, you will need thousands of sprays, room fresheners, for you to clean it off. Hallelujah. Uh -huh, you understand what I'm saying? So, those food will stay there. So they can be there for years. They can be there for months. They can be there for ages. God knows. So in cases where you experience diarrhea, most likely what happened during that time is that the food that has stained your intestinal lining is getting out of your body. Are you with me? So normally, when you have such things, in the place of fasting, you are stabbing your intestine of food. So, the particles of food that are already there, that are acting onto the intestinal linings, will be getting dry a little bit because the place is not experiencing water, neither is it experiencing food. Alright? 
So you do that the first day, you do that the second day, you do that the third day. If you drink water, let's say the fourth day, for those of you that might be taking um, dry fasting, if you take water day, the fourth day, what happens? My bacteria is experienced. You understand what I'm saying? When you take water, what happens is you'll be wondering, ah, I'm not eating now. Where is this food coming from? You want to go to the toilet naturally. So you will now see some blackish, some yellowish, some <laughs> purple colored waste products coming out of you. Are you with me? So fasting, in fact, scientifically, they recommend fasting as a way of detoxification. Abstinence from food. So it detoxifies you. So all the chicken you've ate, don't be surprised, the chicken you ate in 1997 can still be in you. Until you fast it out. That's the reason why some of us are not fat. Hallelujah. <laughs> so, so it is in the place of fasting that those particles get removed. The one you ate during Christmas. Those of you that gluten came on in pandemic, that you were just eating everything eatable. Pop off on top of rice. Some of you even made discoveries. You now discover that you can eat chin chin and rice. Hmm. Some of you made some discovery that you can you can eat okra and rice. Uh, somebody say, oh, oh, oh. let's be careful in the Holy Ghost. So you understand what I'm saying? So those particles, it is in the place of fasting that your body will excrete them out naturally. You will be sweating. You will be sweating. That's why Jesus was praying at some point. His sweat was like blood. And what happens to blood? Blood smells. So I want, I want you detoxify them another thing you detoxify is your heart and your mind because when the word of the Lord is to come into your mind when the word of the Lord is to come to you it comes to your heart, it comes to your mind that's why the scripture says let not your heart be troubled ye believe in God, believe also in me that's Jesus speaking so your heart can be troubled to a level whereby God cannot even walk with you so when you come to a retreat, one of the things that happens is your mind and your heart get detoxified. Some of you have heard words. They have called you Loriburuku, unfortunate person. They have called you weary, mad person. Some of you have heard illicit words that can change your perspective from the perspective of God to the perspective of worldliness. Some of you have heard songs. All the stupid worldly songs that has tuned you to the to the aspect of worldliness. But when you come to a retreat, when everything you just hear is the word of the Lord. Is somebody getting blessed? Another thing that happens to you in retreat is that it detoxifies you of bad people. Wrong association. Some of you who are students, you understand you are living in an hostel. In the next room, the next thing that happens is somebody is playing songs that... And you are a Christian. You are not playing those songs. But the problem is that you have a neighbor around you that is playing songs that can distract you. Songs that will set the atmosphere for demons to come in. So when you come to a place of retreat... 
retreat, the presence of the Lord detoxifies you of those things. Some of you, you are living with neighbors that are fornicating. And as they are fornicating, you are hearing the sound in the next room. Because it is the next room. Your room is here. The room of the person fornicating is here. So there is no way you won't hear. Now, your spirit is contaminated by that sound. Some of you, you stay close to people that they, they are professionals in placing curses. Every morning, Omiye pray. Now, these are not these are not these are not ordinary curses. They are curses that are vocabulary in nature, extremely thick, gigantic words of curses. Those are the people. Now, you get to you are doing morning devotion. You are Yahweh, and the next thing you just the person just launches the thing. You want to worship, you can't worship again. Let me talk about songs a bit. Do you know there's a way you can hear worldly songs, sir? And when you are sleeping, the songs will be playing. The songs of whiskey. The song will now be playing. See, that's why prophets who are in the business of hearing God cannot stay near where worldly people are. That's why we stay away from people. somebody launching songs that promotes pornography that pro promotes sex you are a Christian no? but because you are a, maybe a student and you your your room is right it's even better if your room is right next to the person the worst one is to have that person as a roommate and the person will be telling you authoritatively ah, now you know where you get your Jesus now we we go make heaven together. You go make heaven with Mali music. I mean, with Jim, is it Malian? They call it with Malian music. Ah. But when you come to a place of retreat, you get detoxified. The only thing you get to hear are songs that exalt God, words that exalt you, words that exalt God, words that will build your spirit, words that will build your faith. All right. Faith coming by hearing. So if you are hearing the wrong thing, you are having faith, but not faith in God, having faith in another thing. If you are hearing songs that promotes that promotes sex, that promotes this, you are hearing something, but you are building up your faith towards that side. So before you know, you start acting because faith without works is dead. So you start producing the works. Are you getting my point now? So, but when you come to a place of retreat, those things, you get detoxified. Ah, thank you, Holy Spirit. Acts chapter 13. One. Another thing that happens in the, in the place of retreat is a place where you regain your identity. Is a place where you regain your identity. Is a place of discovery. Is a place of rediscovery. For you to know you are a man of God. 
for you to know you are called as a prophet unto nations. For you to manifest being a prophet, you have to first spend time with God. It's a place of rediscovery. Now, there were in the church that was at Antioch certain prophets and teachers as Barnabas and Simeon that was called Niger and Lucius of Cyrene and Menane, which had been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch and Saul. Verse 2. As they ministered, can you see what is happening here? As they ministered in a place of a retreat like this, as they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Ghost said, Separate me, Barnabas and Saul, for the work whereunto I have called them. So there is a work of apostleship that was given unto Paul. But the place where they got to confirm it was this place of retreat. So the identity of being a prophet was mentioned here in the place of a retreat. Some of you have lost your identity. The only place where you can gain it back is the place of retreat. They always call you consistently an opportunate person. If care is not taken, you start behave like you start to behave like such. That's true. Because faith comes by hearing. You keep hearing that you are an Olori Buruku. Before you know, faith without works is dead. You start doing the works of the Olori Buruku. So your real identity as a child of God, as a holy nation, as a peculiar generation is lost. But in a place of a retreat like this, you get to hear things that you are the apple of the eyes of God. You get to get to discover yourself again that you are a real wife material. You get to hear words that you can be prosperous in this business. You get to hear words like, if you diligently hearken unto me, these blessings shall follow you. You get to hear blessings and blessings. You get to hear instructions. You get to know who you really are. It's a place of identity. A place of discovery. A place of rediscovery. That's what a retreat is. The next thing, Jeremiah 29, 13 and 14. A place of intimacy with the person of the Holy Spirit. A retreat is a place where you rapport with the Spirit of God. It's a place where you rapport with the Spirit of God. It's a place of koinonia. And ye shall seek me and find me when ye shall search for me with what? All your heart. Retreat is not just something you go to and fro. Some of us, our cell phone is not making us to have intimacy with God. Do you know what's called cell phone? Two combined words, cell and phone. Your phone can keep you in the cell if care is not taken. You are in the cell of a phone. So because you are not in the cell, you cannot be, because you are in the cell of a phone, you cannot be in a place of retreat. Spending time with the Holy Spirit. Some of us, when we wake up in the morning like this, WhatsApp. You wake up in the morning like this, Instagram. You wake up in the morning, you want to face your book. Next thing, which one again? Messenger, which one again? Uh, there's this one that they put, they put in logo. Snapchat, 
Is it Snapchat they call it? Ah, sorry, I am a Lucodemus. They've not checked status. Ah. Uh, TikTok. <laughs> See confession. <laughs> ah, my God. <laughs> no, you can know something. It doesn't make you manifest it. <laughs> Are you saying confession? So these things, they take you away from intimacy with God. They're waking you up in the midnight. Pros, pray for nations. But you watch movie on your MX player to a level whereby you, the only thing that you needed to do is to sleep off. But there's different. You now know the difference between sleeping off and knocking off. Ozi moyatano konsu, atike yon go. Ozi moyatano ke yon go, atike yon pana. Ozi moyatano ke yon pana, atike yon munolo. No time of intimacy with the Lord, and the Holy Spirit keeps beckoning unto you and says, "Son, I need to spend time with you. I want to, sh- I want to show you great and mighty things that you don't know." But uh, you are now in the cell of a phone. So a retreat is an opportunity for you to come back to the place. Said, and I will be found of you, saith the Lord. That is, if you seek me with all your heart. What did he say? He said, I will, I, God, will be found of you. And I will turn away your captivity. Are you seeing the things you are going to gain? I will turn away your captivity. I will gather you from all the nations and from all the places whither I have driven you, saith the Lord. And I will bring you again into the place where I caused you to be carried away captive, which is the promised land. So it's a place of intimacy. It's a place where God can call you friend. Enoch was consistently into a retreat that that testimony came upon him and said, God took him. It was no more for God took him. It was a man that recorded a dangerous walk with the Lord. Intimacy. He enters on dimensions and God had to be like, Mr. Man, I can't release you again. <laughs> this thing, what our eyes have seen, what our hands have handled, the word of truth. a place of partnership, a place of intimacy, a place of expounding things. And then at number eight, I said, is a place where you meet new people that will be strategic for your life. A retreat is a place where you meet new people that will be strategic for your life. As you are now, you have come to this retreat. Don't just go ordinarily. You might be looking for a husband. Your husband might be coming to the retreat. Okay. Let me not talk. <laughs> Let me not go to that part. You meet people that will be strategic. You are you are planning to launch a business. There are people that have the idea who you come together. People of like minds who you came to seek the Lord together with. You are looking for a wife. Your wife can be in this retreat. He's not a... I was listening to a man of God. He said, it's not everybody that God will tell. Arise, my son. Do not stay on the ground. For your wife is here. A light complexion, dark complexion, mixed color. It's not everybody that will see his wife like that. Aha. You understand what I'm saying? Exchange contacts. Next year, I must, I must preach at weddings. Yes. 
Baba Deboy has released a word. All you of marriageable age in 2021, you must marry. So, me personally, as a grandson to Baba, I must be, I must be involved in engagements, marriage engagements. I was in, I was in one on Saturday. One of my daughters got married to another of my son. My family is expanding. Aha. Uh-huh. My family is expanding. You said? I am still in the order of Paul. Very soon I am going to migrate into the order of Peter. Hallelujah. Don't worry. By his grace, I am migrating from the order of Paul into the order of Peter. If you know, you know. <laughs> if you know, you know. If you know, you what? Aha. A retreat is a place where you get to meet people of like minds. Are you with me? If you are a minister of God, there are other ministers of God in a retreat. Meet up with them. Iron sharpens iron. You are a business person. Meet with people. There are people that understand digital marketing. They understand online marketing. You, you know about normal mouth-to-mouth trading. Exchange ideas. You are a musician. You are a music minister. Your drama has traveled. There are drummers here. Exchange contacts. You are a minister of God. You are looking for a guest minister. There are music ministers here. Invite them to your church. Because where did you meet? A place of oneness. That was where you met. Definitely, that oneness can still continue. This is somebody here. She does um, all these jingles. You want to do jingle? You can meet with her. She does vocal jingle. She is a radio personnel. She works with the radio station. She does newscasting. You know that God is leading you into media. Why not meet with her? This is a place where you meet people of like minds that can take you to another level. Because the quality of your life depends on the quality of people you associate with. So you need to meet new people. Just keep rotating like standing fan. Standing fan that does not have 60 degrees. So in this retreat, make contact, make friends, talk with people. Talk with them. They might have greater ideas than you. You might also have ideas that as you keep sharing with them, you will discover that there are things you knew that you never knew that you knew. There are things that God will speak through you to them and you will, it will even be useful for you. Make friends. Make friends. Make friends. The night one is that it helps you to establish a new routine. I want to start rounding off. It helps you to establish a new routine in all aspects of life. A new routine. Somebody once said that doing something over and over again and expecting different results is a sign of insanity. Hmm. One of the things that affects us negatively 
that we keep doing the same thing over and over and over again. The same thing that your father did, that your mother did, that did not work for them. You want to keep doing the same thing. Why not try a new strategy? Why not try another thing? Why not trust the Lord to give you a new strategy? So you establish another routine, a new routine. Because the things that would affect you later in life or that you will become later in life start from the things you do daily. Are you with me? Some of you, you wanted to write books this year. You couldn't write. Some of you wanted to start doing businesses this year. You couldn't start saving. Are you with me now? Some of you wanted to start writing songs. The spirit of sleep kept pressing you down. Maso, 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 maso. Jimaso ni nawenye. It was so much here. Ah, my goodness. So a place of retreat is where you change your routine, your spiritual routine, your physical routine, your day-to-day routine. In the morning. Because retreat will forcefully condition you to make you start getting used to some things. For example, now, forcefully, now, I know majority of you, this year, if you want to be honest with yourself, hardly will we find somebody who has prayed for our stretch per day this year. Today, did you not achieve it? Imagine you continue like that for 21 days. It will get to a point where it will become a habit that you can't break off from. That's how people of dimension started. So it helps you to establish another thing. Maybe I'm a movie. I'm a film. <laughs> Some of you, you, you've been walking, 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 walking. You've not had time to relax. This place, you must relax. You will rest. Arampe, you see me. Opwe otimi suse. Oti suse, 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 suse. Arareti sengere. Say the truth to ourselves. I'm not saying this to mock or spite anybody, but that's the truth. That man really inspired me. At, and I was asking him, sir, this was 60-something-year-old man doing slam dunk. At that time, I was just learning how to dunk basketball. And he, he just carries the ball. Bim. And I was asking him, sir, how are you, how are you this fit? He said, since the age of 14, he has been cycling. He embarks on cycling. Keke? Keke wiwa. He embarks on cycling every day. Every day. Every day. Till this moment. So some of you, you need to check if you, if you, um, if you are not seeing certain results in your lives, you need to check the routines, your day-to-day activities. How are your day-to-day activities like? If there is an error in it, you might have to correct it. And the only place you can do that is a place of retreat. Some of you, you don't have time for yourself. You don't have time for family. You don't have time to develop. So please, learn to change your routine. As a tailor, sew clothes for yourself. Stop sewing clothes for other people and you're not sew clothes for yourself. Is something wrong with you? Is your medulla oblongata questionable? advantage is it helps you with personal development. 
See, you can't leave this retreat and your life will remain like this. Because you've known new things about God. You've known new things about life. Right? You've met different people who have taught you different things. Is that right? So, you develop in a place of retreat. It's a place where you develop in your understanding of God. It's a place where you develop in your understanding of what you are called to do. Because in a place of retreat, you can think. Wale Rono. You'll be able to imagine things. The place you want to be in the next five years. Where you want to be in the next seven years. Where you want to be in the next ten years. You can think about it. Toro Rino. Oh, Nero no me moya to see development. Since I've been speaking now, I know that there are things I've said that you've never heard before. There are things you have forgotten that you got reminded of. And these are things that contribute to your upliftment, that contribute to your development. Your spiritual life now is on another level. Because at least now we've been praying for approximately four hours, four or five hours stretch, which some of you have never been able to do before. On a normal day, they tell you, okay, well, come and pray two hours. You have not developed to that level. But in this place, you have broken that barrier now. Are you getting blessed? And the final advantage is that a place of retreat is a place of preparation. It is a place of preparation. If God is going to launch you out anywhere, whatever God is going to take you, whatever God is going to do for you, He has to prepare you first. And He has to bring you to a place of he has to bring you to a place of a retreat. Before this year, there will be another lockdown. And the lockdown will supersede the one that happened last year. I mean, this year rather. So, how do you prepare for such a year? How do you escape the hardship? How do you escape the pandemic itself if you are not prepared? So a retreat is a place you come for preparation. I said I saw Donald Trump in trouble. And I saw, I said, I gave a prophecy, I said, I saw um, civil unrests and um, legal battles. Is it not happening? There is currently a legal battle going on in Pennsylvania. There is one going on in, I think, Georgia. Different locations on the issue of the election. It was April. One of the one of the live broadcasts I did. I said, "Truly, God's anointed is Donald Trump." But I see another person who will be deputized. They have not even done primary election then. I said, "I see, I see a man who is going to come to wrestle the post with him." The prophecy was is on Facebook live video April something, and I said, "I see a woman being the deputy. The intention is to take the man away and." To the woman to be the president. That is what will usher in the world, world government. It's almost coming to pass now. And I said people can pray. They didn't pray. The problem with people is when you receive information, you want to test whether the prophet is genuine or not. You'll not be looking like glucose boost. Till it happens, you'll not be shouting, hey, amen of God. The only thing they know is offering. Shut up. We have told you what to do. Prepare for it. you to speak to God. I've given you approximately 10 to 11 points. And I want you to just speak to God. He said, Lord, here I am. Help me. Here I am. Help me. Fill me afresh. 
the promises you have for me in this retreat, I receive them in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and begin to talk to the Lord. Open your mouth and begin to talk to the Lord. Lord, I am. Speak to me. Your promises for me, Lord. Open your mouth and pray, please. Open your mouth and pray. Talk to the Lord. Speak with the Lord. Have a rapport with the Lord. Let your voice be registered with the Lord. Shabrakatosi katawa. Leparakaso preskiza karabada kaladaros. Rakatagana mana 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 mani na 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 ya. Rakatagana mana 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 mani na 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 ya. Rakatagana Fill me afresh. Fill me afresh. Prepare me, O Lord. Let voice. Let me hear your word. Strategize. I must not return the same day I have come. Return I must not return the same way I have come. Oh Lord, I must not return the same way I have come. Hear me, O God, for what is coming ahead of me. Recharge my spirit, recharge my life, restore me, Lord. Strategize me, refocus me, reboot me. Refuel me, empower me. Lord, let me encounter you. All who are just about to die, all who are about to die, and we are just about to die. Deep and wide, all who are just about to die. Resurrection, <laughs> 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 
The aim is for the Holy Spirit to be lifted up. Of you, 
But in a place of a retreat like this, that is where the kingship of demonic forces over your minds will be changed. This is a place where the glory of Jesus, the glory of God's spirit will be manifest. So as we sing that song, things are going to be happening. Things are going to be happening. You'll be experiencing dimensions of God that is unbelievable. Lift up your voice and sing.
I'm saying, I'm saying you, as I was ministering, your mind was swaying, and you were trying to talk with God that, Lord, I want to rededicate my life to you. Doesn't make sense. You are, you are speaking to God about rededication. I don't know what has gone wrong, but you are thinking you are not in right. How do I put it? You are not in the right um, synchronization with the Lord. You, you think you are not right. Let me put it like that. You think you are not right with the Lord. And you want to make remedy. You want to make remedy. Lift up your hands. Just say, Father, I, I rededicate myself to you. I rededicate myself to you. Instill your love in my heart. Instill your love into my life. I don't want to go back to the worldly way. Help me to stay committed with you. Thank you for accepting me back. In Jesus' mighty name. I pray for you, Son of God, in the name of Jesus. You shall begin to do well for the Lord. You shall begin to do well for the Lord. The forces of the enemy trying to take you away from the things of the Lord. I speak and I rebuke them now in the name of Jesus. I speak against and I rebuke them now in the name of Jesus. From now henceforth, the wisdom of the Lord comes upon you. The knowledge of the Lord comes upon you. The Spirit of the Lord touches you afresh. In the name of God the Father, and God the Son, and God the Spirit. Take it. It is yours. It is well with you. I prophesy upon everybody in this place. Your presence in this retreat, the Lord will compensate you double in the name of Jesus. I said the Lord will compensate you double in the name of Jesus. The grace of the Lord will be with you. Everything that the Lord has promised us in this retreat, you are going to be a partaker of it in the name of Jesus. From this place, we shall produce men and women of great statues in the name of Jesus. Amen. From today, what has been running after you, I decree and I declare, you are licensed to run after it in the name of Jesus. Amen. What has been pursuing you, you are licensed to pursue them in the name of Jesus. Amen. The Lord will speak to you in this place. Amen. The Lord will visit you in this place. Amen. After this place, you shall encounter dimensions that you have never encountered before. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Almighty Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Amen. Celebrate the living Jesus in this place.